I'm your host, Emma Hustrak, and I'm here with a very special guest today. Not an author, not an entrepreneur, but something a little bit different for you today. Musician, Clarissa. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And this is so wonderful. It's been a long time since I actually had on the radio a musician. Who would think, right? Oh, I'm glad I can change that. So if you're listening to our podcast, you probably have about a 30-second clip of Chris's new song. What it was your inspiration? Um, actually, that song was presented to me by the producer. Uh, he's from Chile, and um, he asked me to uh, help him write the song. He wanted a song that talked about self-empowerment and, you know, something inspiration it's inspirational um and at that point when he asked me I was going through my struggles and my obstacles at the time and um it was actually therapy for me so yeah the song actually helped me and I'm I've been getting some really really good feedback on the song amazing stories um of how people the song helped people overcome and and, and get through their situation so um, that was the biggest inspiration behind it, my current situation at the time when I was going through the uh, my depression and uh, my personal inner demons um, that I had to overcome now. So um, that was that was pretty much it. Music that. is a wonderful way to get over yes. anything. Yes, it is. You just put the words on the paper. And I started writing music when I was in teens and I stopped doing it. But it is a wonderful way to get your emotions out and mentally empower yourself to move forward. Yeah, and that's really what I use music for. Um, it, it really is my scapegoat when I'm going through a lot of the, my things because I, I have my hands tied in a lot uh, with my businesses. And, and, you know, when I get to the point where I can write, sit down and write songs and when I write for other artists, um, it's it's literally therapy for me. So, um, that is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> what other artists have you wrote for? Well, other, I'm sorry. What other artists have you wrote for? Uh, I'm written for artists, uh, locally, uh, for some in the UK. Uh, I've also written some art for some artists. Uh, there's a guy who goes by the name of music Harris. He's a, a R and B artist in Kentucky um i've written of course written some songs for myself i've written for a couple of artists that's on my per, my own label uh, and what and is I'm, the label c2r music group is my record label uh that i started a few years ago and um which is doing pretty well by the way um but yeah well since you have a label i'm gonna put it out here are you looking for new talent? As of right now, we're always looking for new talent. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to stay with the trends and uh, it's constantly changing. So we're always looking for something new. 
always for looking for, um, I guess the new wave, mm-hmm. as you can put it. Um, as far as that goes, we have a lot of talent that is getting ready to come out within the next few months uh, or weeks, as I should say, and um, to be on the lookout for that as well. So we have some really, really good artists that are going to blow us out the water. See, I was completely wrong. This is not only music and musically involved, it's also entrepreneurial and <laughs> networking. It's a little bit of everything. No, it's all, it all ties in together, so... It does. Yeah. I mean, everything always ties in on the show. We just go round and round to get to where we want to be. Right. <laughs> I mean, okay. So what was the beginning to get you into either running your companies or going into music? Which was first? Um, I've been doing music since I was a little girl. Uh, but for me, I've had my own experience experiences in the past with some major labels didn't go too well so that was another big inspiration as for me to um starting my own label and um creating a different culture you know for up-and-coming artists and um you know trying to change the wave of how i guess the the stereotypes and cliches of major labels ripping off artists and or whatever crazy story you've heard about major labels. I'm trying to change that perspective of it. So um, that's that's my biggest inspiration as to starting my own business with the label. Um, it has actually transformed into a media company. We have a full-fledged everything, media, photography, um, the arts, the um, videography. We're doing mu- music videos for the artists. Uh, you you know. have started it all. We have created a monster. That's what we have. You know what? I, this is what I'm doing with publishing. You hear the same thing, uh-huh. regardless of it's music or publishing. You go to these big, the top 10, whatever mm-hmm. label it is, publishing or music. And you hear how they rip off the artists on royalties, on time, on payments, on whatever. Everything, yeah. It, it's the same. It's completely the same so you have to change the culture you have to change everything you're doing absolutely take take it away from being all about oh i want to make a million dollars to being Mm -hmm. i want to promote this art yeah and that's the thing like the way i was raised um like if you do what you're supposed to do it's just it's simple you know (laughs) if you do what you're supposed to do if you do right by people everything else will fall into place. You know, the money will fall into place. If you're chasing dollars, that's not a good look anyway. Um, so I, I I don't really worry about that because I know at the end of the day, if I do right, I'm going to be blessed. Um, and, and I'm trying to cre- create that foundation for the company. And um, so far it's been working, it's been flourishing. And we've been growing like, exponentially so um yeah that's 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 where my head is with this industry um it, it, it's pretty cutthroat <laughs> but i want to change that and, and i'm on the mission to do it yes we're both on the path to do it now we're working in alignment so we'll talk about this after the show but <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> that's business stuff. But the fun right. stuff is taking our art mm-hmm. and getting it out there to people because we find the people that need it most are the ones that need to listen to it, see it, or have it brought to them because they don't know where to look. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think in terms of that, it's... Every, you know, everything is, is about trends, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's basically about keeping up with what the younger generation is doing, I guess you can say. Um, you know, back then, things weren't as accessible as they are now mm-hmm. in terms of technology. And, um, but nowadays, all you need is an iPhone, <laughs> you know, hey. back then when we didn't have that back then. I'm sure my no, age, but we no, didn't have that back then. 20 years ago, this was all new to us. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't have any of that. We had record stores. We had, um, you know, you have to actually buy a physical CD or, or a record. Or the nowadays, I remember going to Radio Shack and actually being able to buy yes. records. Yes. Yes. Nowadays, all you need to do is just tap a, an app yeah. and the music is there. So um, it's really it's really all about keeping up with the, the technology trends and what's going on, because um, if not, you're going to get left behind and it's going you're going to be outdated. And right. unfortunately, oh, so. I understand this. We're working with a business partner and I'm like, you have to do the tech. He was like, no, you can't do all yeah. that. I'm like, no, you can't do all office. It doesn't work that way anymore. Right. So, <laughs> you know, you have to bring up with what's working today. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep up from 20, 2019 to 2020 because everything. Yeah. And it's getting, like, yeah, the, the window, the time frame window is getting smaller and smaller. You mm-hmm. know, now it's like trends change every week, mm-hmm. you know, every two weeks. Um, so you have to really stay up on it, stay on top of that to keep up. They do. I mean, music changes weekly. If you look at any of the charts, um, let's see, uh, billboards charts, the pop, mm-hmm. the raw and they change every week. Why do they change every week? Yeah. Because the trend is changing every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no longer going to find Will Smith. It's going to go find what's the next big thing mm-hmm. you know a lot of you know back in the day art artists used to sit on the charts for a long time mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't happen too often no. nowadays so it, it's it's all about you know putting out singles like every month or so and uh you know a lot of people don't listen to albums anymore little things like that you got to be mindful of and, and see what's working and what's not working um you know yeah putting out a single every six months or putting out a six disc or six song uh year mm-hmm. or EP. lp doesn't work if it's every six six months we're expecting yeah. something new every couple weeks yeah every week depending on yeah. the artist mm-hmm. and with the economic from an economic standpoint um you know studio time all that stuff is cheaper now. Like it, you know, back then you had to spend a lot of money, but now you can, you can just get into the studio for less than three, four hundred dollars. 
and get it mixed and mastered uh, versus spending thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's, it, it's, it makes the competition, you know, more cutthroat. Yeah, it makes it more cutthroat and it makes it, um, if, you, if you're not careful, you can oversaturate yourself and your brand too. So, um, because everybody wants to be an artist now since there's so much access to all this stuff. So, um, that's, I, yeah, I could talk about this all day, <laughs> but, oh, yeah, but, but it is, but this is what we do every day. We see yeah. it on the business thing. You see uh-huh. it as the artist point of view. And when you're doing both, you see the niche that you need to compete with. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're right about that. You're right. I mean, it's not just, oh, I'm looking at it from a business point of view or I'm seeing it from the artist's point of view. You're seeing everything. Right. And this is why when you open a business from a dual point of view, you succeed because you mm-hmm. see the issue with the bigger brands. Mm-hmm. And another thing I really stress, because I work with a a lot of independent artists, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we can have the best music out here. You can have, you know, the dopest sound or anything like that, but none of that would matter without some (laughs) impeccable marketing. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to be successful without marketing. And um, you have to have a solid strategy, a, st- a solid promotion, um, game plan. And a lot of these artists, they fail. They're just dropping music, just dropping music and without any substance. You know what I mean? So um, you're yep. wasting your time and wasting your money. And um, and I've, I've stressed that a lot with a lot of these artists. Um, you know, even if you don't, and unfortunately, I hate to put it like this, but this is the truth. Um, it doesn't really matter how great of a song you have, <laughs> as long as you have a strong following, mm-hmm. or if you have a great marketing team, your song could be successful. You can hit the charts. Right. It could be a crappy song, but... If your marketing team works... Yeah. <laughs> And you're, here's the crazy thing. There's some things you can do for free, but uh-huh. there's a lot of things you have to pay for. Yeah. You have to pay for good marketing. Mm-hmm. If you're not paying for good marketing. You don't have a good marketing team and whatever you're doing will fail. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, you know, a lot of these artists that I talk to, they want to be independent. They don't want to, you know, cut a deal with the major labels, which is understandable, but they always, they tend to forget that you have to pay for this stuff out of pocket mm-hmm. and it's expensive, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and you can't make, I've learned you can't make a lot of money without investing something. Right. Um, so if you know if they don't have that mentality it's it's not going to work anything that you do you have to invest something you have to invest some money you have Mm -hmm. to invest some time you have to invest something to make a lot of money so if you're looking at cover art and this could be book covers or cd covers or album Mm -hmm. covers you're going to pay for it right yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah 
if you're looking at editing, if you're doing music or books, you have to pay for it. Yeah. You know, it, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter what you're doing because I've done digital design. I've uh -huh. done album like uh, covers. I've done book covers. Mm -hmm. I get paid for that. And stay I'm off of these sites that like, uh, and there's nothing wrong with these sites, mm -hmm. like uh, the the Canva and Post on My Wall mm -hmm. and all those other sites that's accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. But you're more than likely not the only person using that same cover art you know yeah. um you know invest invest in a, a designer adobe it, yeah it's the cheapest one but it works i mean photoshop with like um lightning source and stuff like this it all works mm. you have to pay for it every month yeah i mean if you're going to do it yourself at least invest in the programs right <laughs> exactly um but yeah, like I said, I, I, I really want, I, I, I'm, I'm adamant on being independent, mm -hmm. um, but I want everybody to be success, successful. Uh, and I try to educate as much as I can from my own personal experiences, but you know. It's hard. It's, huh? it's really hard to change the call. Super hard. It's super hard, but it's not impossible. No, it's not. But it is it's super hard. Um, I think a lot of a lot of this is just um, lack of education mm -hmm. on the industry and the business, the actual business uh, of the music. So I think once if we find a way to um, lay that out to more artists, I think we can that would be a good start to well, Change first we have to educate, but second, yeah. then we need platforms like yours to mm -hmm. funnel the independent artists too, because mm -hmm. one, you will work with them, you will mentor them because you're going to teach them <laughs> about the market. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's, that's, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. We, uh, that's exactly what we do. We, uh, we're more of a mentorship. Mm -hmm versus an actual label you know we do marketing we do the you know the typical stuff and we and we cut a pretty standard easy deal with artists uh, majority of the time and um just for it to be more so of a mentoring thing you know um and i i think once we i think that's the, the start because i've noticed more people gravitating to that method mm -hmm. in terms of their businesses so um i think once we see that flourish more with these yeah. artists we're, we're working with it's going to change everything so right um, you have to have the mentorship because yeah. otherwise it's the same here's your contract this is what you get paid uh -huh. what we might do for you right <laughs> and that's it but at the same time, as an artist, you still have to market yourself. You can yes. have the best marketing team behind you, but you also have to market yourself. Yeah, that's what it's all about too. Everything is, is social media, social media. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what it is right now. Mm -hmm. um, and going back to what I was talking about earlier, you have a crappy song, but you have 2 million followers. You know, it's going to sell. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've all seen it. Um, it's all about building yourself and selling yourself and selling your personality. Uh, you, you're absolutely correct on that. Um, we stress that a lot too. Influencer marketing. Find your influencers. Yeah. Find ones that actually, you know, you're going to have to pay for the influencers. It's investing. <laughs> it is. I am a social media influencer. Believe me, when I'm doing something for another person, I give my all. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make sure you get what you pay for. You know? Right. If you're telling me, hey, I'll give you, you're going to do this for free for me. I'm going to be like, mm, okay, I'll post something (laughs) (laughs) you know that's marketing though right you get what you pay for yeah i mean you got to pay for it one way or the other so um that's that's really the best route to go as you said influence marketing Mm -hmm. that that is your instagram marketing that is your facebook your twitter your tiktok 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 is another thing like that yeah, that's way to go right now. So um, I don't understand TikTok. So <laughs> I don't either. I just get someone to do it for me. I don't either. So, um, <laughs> I know there's a lot of opportunity on TikTok as well. Yeah. I'm learning about it, uh, but mm-hmm. I have a few friends who are influencers on TikTok, and they are trying to get me to, you know, be a part of that. I just, don't know what I'm doing. So. Yeah, that's not our wheelhouse. I'm sorry. We're still in the like stuff we can do from the PC. You bring TikTok right. to the PC, I'll do it. Until then, uh, not right now. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. So, <laughs> so you had the one single come out in January, if I read that correctly. Yes. Are you personally working on another song? Yes, I am working on another song. Um, it's called Calling Out For You. And it will be coming out pretty soon. Um, it's still in production. But uh, it's it's a pretty personal song. So uh, I think I'm going to open up a little bit more about myself on that song. So uh, that should be out pretty soon. And I'm excited about that. We always love new songs. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if we're producing it or we're writing it or singing it. We always yeah. love new songs. Yeah. Is there a chance that you can sing a few bars of any of your work? Is there a chance I could do what? Sing a few Remember? bars or a few, like a verse? Ooh. Um, of any song? Any song. Okay. I did not have my tea this morning, so. I'm putting you on the spot. (laughs) Okay. No matter how hard you try, you can break me tonight. I'm going on a flight. I'll get my money right. No matter how hard you try, you can break me tonight. I'm living my best life. No need for the strife. I dare you to break my soul. Break it and test my resolve. 
That's all I got. I just had a few bars because I know when you put an artist on the spot like that, isn't you're not gonna get the whole song. And two, not prepared, <laughs> not prepared like that. It's different when you're prepared for a concert or something. I know. Yeah, it's way different, but um, that's all I got. So. No, it is great, and I thank you for doing that, acapella. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. So, and see, this is what we do. We try to keep it moving, keep keep it fun, and we want to incorporate all that you do, not just single out one key piece. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. I, I do a lot. So, um, you I do, do a lot. I do a lot. <laughs> yes. As a business owner, no one understands everything you do. They just think, oh, you sit down, you do a few things on the keyboard. You only do that for like three hours a day. If that, <laughs> then I have to leave. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I have a total of eight businesses that I have to run. So uh including my artistry um so i i have i'm always on the go i'm, I'm always yeah you're like me you're always doing something and no one ever sees everything they're doing you can have your best right arm or left arm that you can have and they still don't understand yeah. everything you're doing i don't know what sleep is <laughs> yeah what entrepreneur knows what sleep is? Right. So <laughs> we'll sleep when we're dead, right? Right. Exactly. Get I, all the sleep for eternity. But yeah. It's now we gotta we gotta make it work. Um, oh, it's see. fine. You're Stuff doing that. My phone's ringing, but you know it's on silent, so it's fine. But. <laughs> This is the struggle of an entrepreneur, but we're building a change. And change is hard. I mean, I have uh, artists that I know that are friends of mine. I go, here is shows for you to do. This is the hardest thing for me, okay? Here uh, are shows for you to do. You have to sell the tickets. Oh. Uh, you know? Yeah. Like sell 10 tickets. That's what their minimum is. They want the artists to sell 10 tickets. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> we did that when we were like 20 mm. or 10 years ago or 15 years ago. I don't need to do that no more. It's all, yeah. It's all about the grind and all about building your own foundation. Mm -hmm. And you got to start somewhere and right. pay your dues. Mm -hmm. so. And you, you have this mentality. And I, I love the, artist that I work with I do I, I <laughs> you know but even though you did this 10 years ago and it didn't work well why didn't it work 10 years ago you're selling to the same 10 people mm -hmm. you're selling your brand to the same 10 people you're selling your brand to the same crowd that you always do you have to go outside of your network what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and not changing the result. <laughs> right. So let's 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 do something different. Yeah, that's that's um that's good advice, man. Do they um are your artists are they uh like younger? I have one that's out? about our age. 
then there's a uh, few that are like teens 20s you know that age group and it's just getting through to them mm. and i'm like you come to me asking me to help you mm-hmm. i'm telling you what to do if you're not going to do it i can't help you <laughs> Uh, yeah they know everything yeah yeah they know everything it's the culture Uh, yeah you know well we can put our music on spotify or you know well are you getting downloads do you have a following are you marketing are you talking to people outside of your network Do you have a manager? Do you have an agent? Are you listed where people can find you? I think we, I think this generation is just, uh, it, I call it the microwave generation. They mm-hmm. just want it now. Yeah. They don't, don't want to actually put in the work, build their team, mm-hmm. build their brand. They don't want to do all of that stuff anymore. No, they, just, they just want it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They see these uh, Instagrammers or whatever have thousands of uh, newcomers every day come to their site. Mm-hmm. Well, we want that. Well, how do we, they don't see the work that we put in to get that 70,000 followers, that 2 million followers, whatever it is. They don't see the work that they put out. They just see the following coming to them. And that didn't, a lot of people don't realize that didn't happen overnight. They, they had to grind for probably two, three years, four or five years as well, mm-hmm. you know, get to that thousands, millions of followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where they can just post anything at two o'clock in the morning and get thousands, hundreds of thousands of likes, you know, mm-hmm. little things like that, that they got to, the younger generation needs to understand that you know, what you put in, what you reap, you're going to sow later. And you have to really, uh, excuse me, what you sow, you will reap later. And you have to really do a lot of digging and a lot of sowing mm-hmm. to get to that point where, yeah, you can get a Grammy. I, there's, I don't know not one person or one artist who has won a Grammy or who has won some type of major award who didn't put in at least two to three, four years of work mm-hmm. before they got to that point. Look at any, uh, any industry, authors, yeah. actresses, uh, music, doesn't matter what the media industry is. It took them how many years to get that Grammy, to get that Emmy, to get that mm-hmm. whatever award that you're looking at. It didn't happen overnight. Right, exactly. Um, and, you know, that's just kind of where we are with, with the music industry. It's, it's kind of a, I was talking to a friend the other day and he was telling me, and this is his opinion. I didn't agree with him. I did, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. He said to me that the music industry is dead now, um, simply because social media is the music industry. And it makes sense. Um, it, it, 
you know, everything's based off politics now, especially with the Grammys, with the, you know, Emmys or whatever mm-hmm. you are, or whatever you're doing in, in the entertainment industry. Um, everything is political now. It's about, you know, who has the most clout, who has, you know, the most followers on TikTok, so the most likes on TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, you know, little things like that. It, it's, 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 um, it's pretty it was a really good argument too i don't i don't know yeah that's one of those, about that about an hour. that's one of those arguments that you can get into and you have to know the person to get into this argument you can't do this just right, organically. Right. but you have to look at the politics you have to look at the social media you have to look at this younger generation coming up that sees everything happening fast but didn't mm-hmm. see the struggles from before. Yeah. So there is a constant mix everywhere. Yeah, there is. Um, I, I'm just curious to know, like, what where is the industry going to be in two to five years from now? You know, what's going to be the trend? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I think we would all would love that crystal ball. Yeah. Yeah, because I I would love to have that crystal ball because looking at media trends and anything, Mm -hmm. film, TV, uh, music, Mm -hmm. whatever, it changes all the time. I can plan for the best premiere for whatever today Mm -hmm. and it comes out and that's not what the market wants. Right. And, you know, everything's... And I may be wrong, but it seems like everything is becoming uh, a subscription. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even in the television field, mm-hmm. everything and, you know, is a subscription. Like, do, who who do you know? Because a lot of my friends still do this, but who do you know still goes to the movie theaters? You know, everything's still. It's mostly being released on like Hulu or Amazon Prime or something like that. But a lot of, you know, it's not Not really. Me, I would, before 2020, if it was a Marvel film, I would go to the theaters. Now that's the theater. It's going to cost me 50 to $100 for just myself and my daughter. So a movie night. That's Marvel. (laughs) Yeah. So, but the new Marvel movie came out. It's in theater. I'm not paying $100 when I can pay $4 on the computer. Yeah, exactly. Um, or $14 a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's- I would rather be in my comfy pajamas with my daughter next to me, watch the movie on TV and paying a few dollars versus paying a hundred dollars because I have to actually put clothes on mm-hmm. you know even if it's business casual or whatever you know I'm not going to go to movie theater in my pajamas sorry not happening right, right. <laughs> I mean can you imagine one of us actually going to the theater in the pajamas it's not going right. to happen unless they're having this overnight sleep party and the <laughs> <laughs> but it's not gonna happen i don't want to do that i won't don't spend a hundred dollars to you know 
be at the theater. I yeah. will be, you know, I want to be comfortable. I want to see the new Marvel or the new John Wick or whatever is coming out. Right. But I don't want to pay that hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. The market has changed. Yeah. The pandemic has changed a lot. And 2020 has opened a lot of doors, but it has mm. also closed a lot of doors. Yeah. It has leveled the playing field too. It on has a whole lot of different platforms. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can get a lot more content out there a lot quicker mm. and a lot cheaper than you could two years ago. Yeah. And uh, and it's just, it's it love. I had this conversation with one of my A and R guys on my label. Um, we were talking about um, during the pandemic how uh, the music industry leveled the playing field for everybody, majors and independent labels, mm-hmm. artists, everything, um, because it was all based on digital marketing and social media and how well you did it. Exactly. No, no. Nobody was. No one was doing shows. Nobody was. Uh, you know, doing television appearances and or anything in regards mm-hmm. to public affairs, but it was just uh, a relation, excuse me. Um, but it was, it was really eye opening, and it changed a lot. And I think in, in the process of this post uh, pandemic phase, mm-hmm. um, with a few things opening back up where I am, uh, I think it, it's it kind of we're kind of going through that new um the new norm there you go the new norm mm-hmm. um and it's kind of hard to go back to how things were and you can see it's it, we're starting to really feel it here yeah. so um yeah that's well we're almost pretty- out of time and we're having a wonderful discussion so where can our listeners and our viewers find you and what you do so you can find my artist page on Instagram, Carissa, C-A-R-R-I-E-S-A-T-W-O. That's Carissa too. Um, from there, I have all of my businesses listed in my bio. Um, and you can also visit our website, which is www.c2rmediaco.com and um, also www.c2rmusicgroup.com. Um, and follow us everywhere and we will follow you back. So Awesome. And for all of our viewers and our listeners, happy listening.